This is Bloggle Spot number 218. It is 12.01 on January 16th in 2019. I think yesterday I said 2018. I feel like I did, but it wasn't. But this is 218 of Bloggle Spots live on Periscope right now. Uh, Or you may be listening to this later on SoundCloud or Apple Podcasts or Google Play or any of other that stuff. Um, if you could, for the ones that are listening live in Periscope, send me a uh, chat. Let me know you can hear me okay. I was a little low yesterday, so I tried to be a, turn it up a little bit today. Um, I see we have about 15 people in here now. If any of y'all could let me know how the, vo- the volume level is or let me know that you can hear me or whatever, that would be good. Um, all right, I got a hello. Also, the way I have this set up, I'm not sure, like someone messaged me on Slack just a second ago and I could hear it. I'm not sure if y'all could hear that. Not a huge deal, but the way this is set up, sometimes you'll be able to hear my my notification sounds and I got to figure that out, but it sounds like that's a common thing with the way I have it set up. All right, so according to Chuck in Sports and NHG2K, I sound good, so thank you. And double XL76 coming in loud and clear. All right. So today is Wednesday. Auburn plays Texas A&M in basketball tonight in College Station. Uh, Texas A&M's last game was a legit buzzer beater to beat Alabama. Three seconds left, dribbled down, not too far behind the line of scrimmage, line of scrimmage, the three-point line, and hit a three at the buzzer. If you remember, that is Alabama's second buzzer beater loss of the year at home. Uh, I want to say the first one though it was actually tied. So if the guy missed it, it would it would have gone to overtime, and that was against Georgia State of all teams. That is also beating Georgia, so maybe they're not too terrible. Um, but yeah, Texas A&M beats Alabama on a buzzer beater. I think Kentucky beat Texas A&M last week. Um, they are not the Texas A&M of last year at all, or the last few years. Um, right now they are kind of in the middle of the SEC, but they've got a losing record uh, overall. Um, They are, well, I had it right here. I want to say they're six and seven. I mean, it's a good thing about having Google here, but not when I have to look at it. Um, They are, sorry, this is terrible. Um, They are seven and seven. Sorry. Uh, Yeah, so when they beat Alabama, they they went back up to 50%. 500, whatever you want to say. They're one and two in the league, five and three away from, from five and three at home and two and two away. So five and three at home. Auburn will be going there tonight. Um, kind of talked about this yesterday with the with Auburn's struggles on the road um, at NC State. Played absolutely like could not dribble, could not pass, could not catch. Couldn't in that game couldn't shoot at all either. Um, and then followed that up with the next road trip to Ole Miss and couldn't dribble, couldn't pass, couldn't catch the ball. They did shoot well in that game. That kind of kept them in it, hitting all the threes in the first half. Um, but I want to say they had two points in the paint in the first half or something like that. Uh, so Texas A&M is not as good as Ole Miss, which Ole Miss lost to LSU last night which at home, so it kind of hurt that, hurt Auburn's like good loss, whatever. But LSU's good. Uh, but, you know, 
Texas A&M's not as good as Ole Miss. They're not as good as NC State. Um, and the only thing I, you know, it kind of feels like they're seven and seven. They've probably already somewhat given up on any thoughts of, of being good this year. Um, but again, like Auburn's going to have to deal with all year, they're going to have to play a team and a crowd that knows that they're playing a top 15 team at home. I don't know about you, but when, when Auburn's playing somebody at home, I have like zero doubt that they're going to lose the game. Maybe I used to not be that way, but even when Auburn was terrible, like some of the Lebo years, Barbie, all that, I still felt like we were going to beat Kentucky if it was at home. I felt still felt like we were always going to beat Florida when they were really good. Always felt like we were going to beat Alabama every single time at home. It didn't matter how bad we were or how good they were. I could always talk myself into that because basketball easily has the best home field advantage, home court advantage. I mean, it, it's not even close. It's I don't. It's a lot to do with the crowd being right on top of you. It's a lot to do with, um, probably more of along the lines of just not being able, not shooting in that environment a lot. You know, it, it's a big deal. Like you go in high school and you're shooting, and like the wall behind the the goal is probably ten feet away, fifteen feet away. Nobody's sitting behind it, but you get to college and there it's a hundred yards to the back wall or, you know, it's a huge difference. I remember multiple times in college and right after college when I got, when I was picked to do like some on court contest, shooting contest, you get down there and a free throw feels like a layup because all the stuff behind you is so far away. I mean, a three pointer felt like a free throw. It's just really weird. So when you go on the road, your backdrop is way different. I know that sounds stupid, too. As I say, backdrop is a reason to lose a basketball game or not shoot well. Um, but it's it's a big deal. Go back to the NC State game. Auburn didn't even get to do a shoot-around. Maybe that's why they shot so terribly. But it probably would have still been not that great because going to another place. So Texas A&M is, let's look. If they're 7-7, they're seven and seven, they have the least amount of wins in the SEC. Um, the only team that is with them, you know, in the depths is South Carolina, who's eight and seven, but now South Carolina is three, and zero in the SEC. So not sure what that means. They, they beat Mississippi state. They beat Florida. I think I can't remember who else they beat Bandy maybe. So everybody else is nine, seven and better other than South Carolina. Um, Auburn's 12 and three. So Texas A&M is definitely down there in the depths of the SEC. Right now, they're kind of in the middle just because we haven't played so many. They haven't played as many games, um, so it's still scary though. Auburn, for whatever reason, has not been able to take it on the road and and handle the pressure, um, which is somewhat concerning because you've got Bryce Brown, who's a senior. Horace Spencer's kind of a role player now, but he's a senior. Uh, Jared Harper's been there. Um, it, it just seems like, for whatever reason, they get affected quickly. And Bryce Brown's always been that way. But get affected very quickly by the surroundings, by missing one shot and hearing the other crowd cheer. Um, if they can get around that, I mean, you saw it in the Ole Miss game. 
losing by 10 or losing by 12 or 13 at halftime and then start on a 10-0 run or something like that. And the, the crowd shut down and we looked fine. And then finally, other things started happening and, and we couldn't finish the game. But it, it's just one of those things where if you can shut up the crowd early, and you would you got to think the crowd's not going to be great for a 7-7 seven and seven team, but again, the number 14 team in the nation is coming in. So it's it's kind of hard to figure out what's going to happen just by the way Auburn's played on the road. I mean, if you got to think, UAB was not really a road game, but it was, and Auburn had more fans there, but it was out of, UAB plays there some, Auburn does not. And it was closer than it should have been. It should not have gone to overtime. And it was just, it just kind of showed that, you know, and that was a bigger arena. And so was NC State that it's just, it makes a big difference to be somewhere else. And a lot of it is shooting and not practicing on those goals. But a lot of it is just being able to handle the the crowd. And Obviously, a lot of people, a lot of teams don't do that because most teams lose on the road when the team is half decent. So, um, did you know you could get into the uh, next Alabama game? Uh, buy one, get one free in case anybody wants to go. Uh, buckle up. What else? Does anybody have any? Uh, I see NHG2K ask he's doing in the game. Yeah, I, yeah. Pretty much weather the crowd, shut them up. And play like you like Auburn is capable of playing. If the threes aren't there, I mean, it has to be an equal balance at this point. I think you've got Wiley, and Anthony showed up a little bit more last week against Georgia and looked like he wanted to get some of his minutes back. Get it down low. If they double team, somebody's got to be open. That's what Ole Miss did every time they got it low. Double team, double team, double team. That should mean Bryce Brown or somebody is in the corner wide open. Throw it back out and shoot it. So, but Auburn is is a more complete team than they were last year. Auburn didn't really have a a, a true center. I don't feel like at least for most of the season. So now they can dump it down low. Now they can go in and out, get it down low, find somebody open behind the, the three point arc, shoot it. Bryce Brown has been kind of on fire the last few games. Knock on wood. So if you know if that's not there, there are other options. Where does Daniel Daniel Purifoy fit in there? I don't know. Has not played in two games. That seems like it's a little bit more than just not being able to fit him into the lineup. I mean, we were beating Georgia by fifteen near the end. He could have gotten in. So he kind of he posted some stuff to Instagram after not playing at all against Ole Miss, and maybe he's semi getting punished right now. But Bruce said that it was more of a you've got two people in front of you. At the three and four spots, you've got like Chuma, Horace, Anthony, all those guys that have been here the whole time that didn't do what Dangel did or whoever did to get in trouble. So why should he be kind of taking some of their minutes when they're playing just as good? I mean, I've said this all year. It's Auburn has a too many good players problem, and that's not a problem that that teams that have been here before have. Duke has overall better players than Auburn. Kentucky has overall better players than Auburn in terms of the entire team. And they know how to do it. It's And I'm not saying Bruce doesn't, but this is just kind of new this year. It it was there last year a little bit, but Wiley didn't play a ton, and it was, you know, it was just, or not Wiley didn't play at all, but it was just, you know, still trying to figure it out. I said this yesterday. 
Auburn took major steps. They got Bruce Pearl. They got better players. They got relevant. Now it's handling all of that when everybody else wants to beat you, when all the crowd is going to go crazy at every single shot the other team makes and every single shot that you miss. So, I mean, Auburn's still up there. They're number 14, three losses. That's nothing, you know. They're all losses are to ranked teams, to ranked teams now. Um, and all away from home in some way. Duke was at Maui. Now, if Auburn played Duke at Cameron Indoor, would it be a six-point loss? Probably not. I don't know. But that game, Auburn definitely benefited from that, you know, being more of a neutral neutral, neutral site game. So, all right. Any questions in the Periscope? Any? I'm going to try to keep these to 20 minutes maximum. It just kind of depends. Um but I don't see a good way to see how long I've gone unless I just look at the clock. I guess it's been about 13 minutes. Um, so we've got some people in here now. Uh, any any topics or anything? I kind of want us to open this up, somehow integrate Skype or something like that to where, almost like a radio show, where you could call call through Skype and talk and say what you want to do. I don't know. This is a a new way of doing things. Used to, you'd have to get some sort of radio style software. I don't know what it used to be called. I used to want to do this all the time. But now, kind of just running this through a, 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 a program called OBS and, and I've kind of figured that out. So, nobody wants to say anything. Chuck in sports, I see you're still there. Chuck in sports. Oh, I was going to say something. He he mentioned earlier to me that uh, Auburn is a five point favorite tonight, and I feel like Auburn that that's a very weird line to me. I feel like Auburn's either going to lose just because they continue to struggle on the struggle on the road, regardless of who the team is, or they're going to win by ten or more. Um, I don't know. Minus, minus five just is is really weird. Auburn beat UAB on the road by five, I think, in overtime. Uh, let's see. AU Football Fan 01 asks, what would your prediction be if Auburn played Duke in Auburn Arena? I tell you what, that'd be hard to I, – I said this earlier. I think it was before you got in. But I think even even back to Barbie, Lebo, all those days, it didn't matter who we were playing. If it was at, at Auburn, I always felt like we could win or we're going to win. I felt like it was easily, like the crowd was going to, especially like Kentucky, because you know everybody comes to watch Kentucky because you hope there's that one chance that you can beat them. I mean, Kentucky, Florida, Alabama, those games, they always cost more. They were always $35 a ticket instead of 20 back in the Beard Eves days. And it was always packed. So I just always felt like the excitement level, the, 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 um, the home court advantage, that was always just going to, we're going to have a magical night. And obviously that didn't happen that often. Auburn's only beaten Kentucky, what, three times in the last 20 years or more. So if Duke was there, I don't know. If you if you look at how Auburn played in Maui and how Auburn was able to hang hang with them, uh, Zion di didn't really do a lot, didn't do a ton against Auburn. He wanted to, but he didn't. Um, if that game was played same date in Auburn, I don't know why you can't say Auburn would win that game. 
the line is now six and a half now in the Auburn Texas A&M game. It's, eh, it's a little bit better, but I don't know. Uh, NHG2K, what would be what would you say is the possibility for Shane Watson to be the new wide receivers coach? We talked about that yesterday. I still haven't seen anything that says Cody is not the wide receivers coach anymore. Now he's a running backs coach. I looked it up more last night. If somebody can show me where that's true, and I know you said Brandon Marcello said it yesterday, and I, I trust that, but I don't. I have not seen that anywhere. So Shane Watson, that'd be kind of cool. He's got he's part of one of the best Gem Five calls ever. Reggie Slackner Watson in the back of the end zone to beat Florida, beat Emmett Smith. I can't remember what year it was, eighty something. Jim Fife absolutely loses his mind. It sounds like his head is going to explode when he catches the ball. And I, if it was cool, I could have. If I had a producer or something right now, I could get them to play that clip. But that is one of the best clips, uh, one of the best calls in the world. Shane Watson, I don't know. I mean, that'd be kind of cool, but everybody's going to say that's a, that's Auburn being Auburn. Jabba, yes, man, get your, get your Auburn guy. That'll do whatever you say, Gus, that whole stupid thing people say. Um, the over-under for tonight is 150. Those are always tough to me. So let's say that's 80 to 70. That's 75 to... I'm just messing up math now. I don't know. It seems a little high. Uh, AU Hockey. Wow. AU Hockey 3 says, I worry that if we win tonight, we'll come out flat Saturdays. we have recently. Your thoughts? I don't think so. If we win tonight, we kind of feel like, all right, Ole Miss was, was an outlier. Georgia, we got back on track. Even though I th- that game was a little bit closer than it should have been, I think, at some points. Um, even though it was a 10 to 15 game, pretty much the whole game, but you beat Georgia, you go on the road and beat Texas A&M and then Kentucky comes in. The only thing that could hurt Auburn on that is just feeling extra hyped. And Auburn had had that problem two years ago when we were so pumped about Bruce and we thought we were better than we were and we'd lose games at Mississippi state. We'd lose 20 point leads and things like that. Lost Ole Miss with a 20 point lead, lost to Mississippi state with a 15 point lead. I still remember those games. So as long as Auburn's not overhyped and feels like, hey, we're playing at home, we're going to win, like I do every single time. See, I can do that. They shouldn't do that. But as long as we don't do that, I think still got a great chance to win. Uh, Max Big Game, uh, who's this? P8, P8 Miles says, Max Big Game was huge. It looks like he's close to where he was pre-injury. Uh, Anthony McLemore. Yes, exactly. And it honestly looked like he wanted to take some of his take get his minutes back because he has not played a lot recently since Wiley started to look like a force inside, but then the Ole Miss game did not at all. So Macklemore kind of took over in the Georgia game. Um, a football fan says, moving to football, toughest road game next year, Florida, LSU, or A&M? That's kind of a tough question. Uh, A&M has always scared me because it's a big stadium and they're loud, and they'll probably be pretty good next year. Um, but Auburn's never lost there. So on one hand, you got, we've never lost there, so why is it scary? But then on the other hand is, it's got to end sometime. LSU, I know we lost to them this year. I know we lost to them last year. And everybody knows we should have beaten them by two touchdowns in both games, at least two years ago. Going down there does not scare me anymore. When it was Saban and early years of less miles, it was scary. It doesn't scare me anymore. Last year, when Auburn kind of, you know, they got that huge lead and then it, that uh, block in the back on the punt that was not called that gave LSU the win. Um, that wasn't because of Death Valley. That was because Auburn sat on the ball a little bit and then LSU benefited from a missed call. Um, so, and then you got Florida. 
as much as I don't like Dan Mullen and I hate all the hype he gets and his stupid shoes that he wears and the fact that they were ranked in the top 10 this year with three losses, one of those being a 21-point loss to Missouri in November at home, somehow still ranked in the top 10. I know they whooped Michigan, but Michigan wasn't that good and was missing half their defense. So, uh, back to your question. Florida, LSU, or A&M? I'm going to say Florida just because we haven't played there in a long time. That's it. Uh, possibility of Jalen Hurts to Auburn. Love it or hate it? I hate it. The only reason I would like it is just for the stupid reason of Alabama fans hating it. I don't think he's that great of a quarterback. Let's just be honest. He doesn't seem to care, and I have not said this, and I'm because I've been holding off on saying anything about it in case he came here. But I hope I don't believe he's coming here now. He de- he never seemed to care. People said that all the time. He was good because he played at Alabama. That's it. If he plays anywhere else, he's not going to be that good. Unless it's a team like Ohio State that's got five stars at every position. So, I don't... And it, it really has nothing to do with, oh, he was the Alabama quarterback. I mean, if he wants to come to Auburn, that means he likes Auburn. More power to him. Great. But I just... There's a reason he didn't start this year. There's a reason he got taken over uh, by a freshman. Or redshirt freshman now. I mean, or whatever, sophomore. Uh, but, like, seriously, the only reason I would like him here is just to see Alabama fans flip out for half a second. I don't think he would start. So, that's it. Um, all right, so someone in HG says he, he sent me the article about from Marcelo saying that was going, okay. Okay, never mind. So it's not official that Cody's going to be the running backs coach. It's just a possibility. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Oh, and as we're talking about Jalen, I see someone has tweeted what could have been with Jalen in his Auburn jersey from that troll video for uh, last year. He's going to Oklahoma. Okay. Breaking news. Jalen Hurts is going to Oklahoma. Great. Who cares? Um, so, I don't know. What does that mean? Is the is the oh I saw something where they're block Oklahoma's blocking or was blocking their uh the guy we talked about yesterday, their backup that was he wanted to go to West Virginia maybe and they were blocking that. But I think they were waiting to see what Jalen did. So here we go. Oh, I I thought that Jalen was Mr. Alabama and just wanted to stay there and 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 be a team player. And now it's gonna turn into oh, he had to do what was best for him. Like, it was all, this was the Jalen Hurts love fest all year. Look at him being so humble on the sideline over there. No, you know 100%. He's a 20-year-old kid. He's sitting over there thinking, oh, I could do this. I should be out there. Because when he came in and they won the SEC championship, that was pretty much his mindset. That was what his face looked like. And now it's, oh, Jalen's making a business decision. He has, he got to do this for himself. Don't don't you be trashing this this. 20-year-old, I guarantee you that's going to be the next thing said. I guarantee you. So, as I say that, I saw a bunch of love taps. So, apparently you agree. Uh, give me some hearts on Periscope, because apparently if you, the more you get, the more they put you on the homepage, and this will get bigger. Uh, so, yeah, Jalen Hurts, Al- Mr. Alabama, going to Oklahoma. Didn't they just play Oklahoma? Yeah, they did. They, didn't they just beat him? So, that's pretty... Substantial there, I'd say. 
Um, and I see Andy Staples is making a point of the last two Heisman Trophy winners. Why have I not thought about that? The last two Heisman Trophy winners were, out, were from Oklahoma. I knew who they were. I just never thought about the Oklahoma piece. Um, so, yeah, we think Jalen Hurts is going to go to Oklahoma and win the Heisman. Again. I mean, what I just said, he was good because he was at Alabama and had five stars all around him. Oklahoma, they are a, a small step below Alabama, I would say, in terms of talent, right up there with them. So I don't know. Maybe it'll fit. But he is not Kyler Murray at all. Anyway, who is the projected starting QB and running back next year? Booby's going to be the running back. Cam Martin will be in there too, and Sean Shivers will be in there too. Uh, quarterback, really have no clue. We talked about this a little bit yesterday. I feel like Bo is probably the best option long-term, but do we really want to throw him in there as a freshman at in Jerry World at Oregon? That said, who else is going to – I mean, Malik Willis doesn't have the – I mean, he's been here, but he's never been in that situation. And I don't think – I think he's probably the third-best quarterback we have right now. Joey Gatewood hasn't played a lot either. He's played some in the bowl game, a few plays, and looked good. But that's why I was semi-okay with this Oklahoma quarterback coming here to at least give us another option of semi-experience. But it sounds like he might be going to West Virginia now. I don't know. Uh, I'm just scrolling through the tweets of how now Jalen Hurts is the greatest person in the world for going to Oklahoma. Oh, and he wrote an article on the Players' Tribune saying, to my Alabama family, Alabama forever. Hmm, okay. Well, whatever. Okay, any other questions? I think, like I said, I want to kind of keep this below 30 minutes. I'm usually going to do this around lunchtime, during my lunch break. For those that didn't hear yesterday, the reason these blog spots stopped is because I work from home now, and I used to record them driving home from work on my phone. So I never really just had the chance to do this. So, uh, I'm going to do this at, at lunchtime now. Um, I don't do this for a living. I have a real job. So, a real job. Warblog is a job. I wish it was my job. So, if you give me some hearts on Periscope, maybe one day it will be. Uh, what else? I was going to say something else about Bloggle Oh, I might start doing two of these a day. If I have like 30 minutes at night, once the kids, once baby Bloggle 1 and 2 are asleep... And I'm just in here and I've got nothing to do. I might fire this up and give us a bloggle spot 218.2 or something like that. But yeah, we had more people in here than we did yesterday. I don't know if that's a good thing or, or if that's because we, uh, I promoted it a little bit or whatever. Had a little bumper music at the beginning with Eye of the Tiger. Let me know what songs you want to hear next time. It's probably always going to be an Auburn song or something like that because I don't want to have to worry about royalties. And if Auburn's going to fight me about playing I the tiger like they used to fight me for having orange and blue on my website um then i think i can beat that but paying royalties to record companies i don't think i can um all right so if that's it that was fun uh thanks again for everybody joining today i'll have this up on soundcloud shortly you can also listen to these and watch these and see the comments and all that on periscope so if you go to periscope.com slash warbloggle um, you can see those there. Okay, I just had an email come in. I heard the notification. Did you hear the notification? And I'm going to wait because there's like a 10-second delay for me talking to
to y'all hearing it. So let me know if you heard that email notification. And I'll think of something else to say until then. Um, Jalen Hurts, Oklahoma, huh? And looks like Carlton Davis says LOL. I don't know if it's because of that, but he said LOL about the same time. All right, so nobody's heard my mail notification. That's good. Good. All right, that's going to be it. If you want to listen to this, pull it up on Periscope. I don't know who I'm talking to because you're listening to now. You can listen on Periscope. It'll be on SoundCloud in just a little bit, which means it'll be on Apple Podcasts. Uh, Google Play, and wherever you listen to your podcast, uh, it'll be there. All right, that is it. Bloggle Spot. Oh, real quick. Yesterday, I shut this down, and it showed I was live for like another minute. So I don't know what's going to happen. I'm going to shut it all down, turn the mic off, stop streaming and all of that. But if you hear me, oh, Baba Bowie, we got a Howard Stern fan in here or something. If you hear me burping or something in the background, please ignore it. I thought the, the microphone was off. All right. Bloggle spot number 218. Done. War Eagle.